on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. So I had a thought. I've been thinking about it ever since uh, a couple of days ago. I was at a uh, Eagle Scout Court of Honor. So Jared, our IT and engineer extraordinaire, his son is an Eagle Scout from the Boy Scouts. And I went to his little uh, ceremony there. And it made me think, because some guy up there, I don't know, this leader or whatever, was like, oh, yeah, I wasn't a scout when I was younger. I did all this as an adult. I no, quit. I quit. No, sc- hold on. No, no, that's, no. Yes. You're not. I quit I scouts. You. I quit scouts when I was a kid. I was a tenderfoot is what it's called. Tenderfoot, right? Brand new scout. And I lasted like one year in scouting. And I stopped because I didn't really like it. But I thought I, I was watching this thing and this kid's accomplished more in his young life as an Eagle Scout than anything I've done in my life. I think I'm going to go back to the Boy Scouts. That is I'm gonna do laughable. It. No, it's not laughable. It is, I'm, I'm trying, not trying to, to improve myself. You, but I am saying I think anyone listening right now is like, Joey, there's no way. Because you are very vocal about your distaste and hatred of camping, of doing any type of handy type work. Do you know how to tie a knot? This Do you is know my how to build things? Do you know how to survive in the wilderness? You well, don't. Well, that's why I've got to go. Maybe this is a chance for me to learn all these things. I'm going to go back to you, the Boy but Scouts. You hate those things. Well, maybe I hate them because I've just been intimidated. But now that I'm adult, I mean, if they're 14 years old, can't I do what a 14-year-old can do? Let me backtrack. You absolutely can do this. 100% you can do it. And you can do anything you, you set your mind to. You honestly I can? If you set your mind to it. <laughs> See, even you're laughing at yourself. <laughs> no, but I I'm just. Saying, I, I know you, you won't. Because I know you. You won't. There's no other explanation other than you won't. <laughs> Don't you think I have an advantage as a grown adult to be at Boy Scout camp against a bunch of 12-year-olds? Like, I should be able to tie what's, a knot and start a fire. Okay, what's your advantage? What do you have up on them other than age? Well, that's a good, am I just a 14 year old that's older? Basically. I don't know. It just, it crossed my mind and I thought, you know, because they, uh, part of the speech that they did in this presentation is they said only 6% of Boy Scouts ever become an Eagle Scout. And I thought I'm part of the 94% that didn't do it. And Mm -hmm. I thought maybe I should go back and do it. And then producer Ian, producer Ian said he, he only went to like one Pinewood Derby and he thinks he should do it. Well, how can we support you in this venture? Please. I what can uniform. we all do to make sure you can achieve your life's dream what if we do of this? becoming an Eagle Scout? Maybe becoming, I'm already talking myself out of it. Maybe becoming <laughs> an Eagle Scout is way too tall of a task. <laughs> this is what I mean. No. What it's if been, I just. Hang on. It's been just over two minutes and you've already tapped out a little bit. What if I just try and get a merit badge? How hard could that be? Let me okay. see if I can get a merit badge. I just want to, because I don't think what, I have what, any of them. one? Would you go for? I don't know much about scouting, well, I so was, I apologize. When I was a Boy Scout, I was scared to do the swimming merit badge because swimming just seems like too tall of a task. Uh, I did terrible at the archery. Maybe I did get the archery merit badge. I have a merit badge. I don't know what it is, but I have one because I remember getting it and putting it on it's my. It's probably thing. the kindness merit badge. If there's a kindness one, yeah. Just something about like your personality. All right, here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna get a merit badge. Easiest. Listen to you. If we rolled the tape earlier, you're like, I can do it. I want to be an Eagle Scout. And now you're like, what's the easiest merit badge? (laughs) Let me Google Boy Scout merit badges because I want to see what the variety is. And I'm so sorry. There are probably a lot of Boy Scouts or people involved in Boy Scouts that are listening. And they're like, guys, come on. Listen, I've got my my oldest brothers were both Eagle Scouts. I was not. All right. Easiest merit badge. Someone said photography. Boom. I take a lot of selfies. The That's, photography no. merit badge. Um, I'm looking at some. There's American business, American cultures, American heritage, American labor, American uh, animal science, archaeology, archery, architecture, art. What are astronomy? Could you do any of these? Uh, athletics. I can maybe do athletics. Automotive maintenance. Fingerprinting. I could gain a fingerprinting merit badge. I just have to learn how to get someone's you fingerprint. Get a bugling. Badge, Joey, you could bugle. Oh, there's there's different classes of merit badges? Class B, class A? I have to say, this oh. is amazing for those who have accomplished all of these things. Yeah. Yeah. This is honestly really cool. We look up to you. Obviously, Joey's <sighs> trying to be one of it you. It is funny. This segment started with me saying I'm going to get my Eagle Scout, and then it ended with me Googling what's the easiest merit badge to try to get one. I'm going to try to get the, uh, the art merit badge. I just need to paint something. I can do that. This is exactly why I said... You know, I, I, you're not going to do it. Well, I'm not going to do the knots. That's too tough. And you can choose which merit badges you want to do. I'm skipping over the knots one. 
Because that's not seems uh, like no, it's way that, that or like archery or astronomy. I almost cried when I tried to get my Knott's Mare badge because I couldn't figure it out. I was sitting there in a big scout meeting and I was like bawling my eyes out. What would out. you rather do, Knott's or wood carving? Oh, Knott's. I almost failed wood shop. I, we had to make a lamp and I did it terribly. Like it was so bad. So I would rather do Knott's. Bottom right. line, you can do this. Okay. I know you We're can, but I know you won't. We're doing it. There will be no follow-up on this because I know it won't happen. No, I'm going to get a merit badge. I will get one merit badge. How do you I will do, do that? that? Like, what do you, you have to go through the scouting like, yeah, association? Oh, Jared, or- Jared's like a scout, like, he's he's got it all figured. He can probably get me a merit badge. Like, if I get it done, he, he will He probably- better make you earn it. Yeah, yeah, better no. not just be like, yeah. here, take my badge. I'm a grown adult and I'm <laughs> cheating merit badge. He gives you a sash. <laughs> Look at this brand new Eagle Scout. It's your trending stories with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Did we not just talk about Harrison Ford yesterday? Yeah. Wasn't it yesterday uh, we talked about Harrison Ford yeah, yeah, the yeah. other day? With my niece having a crush on him. Yeah, and then we had to Google how old is he. Well, we did find he's 78. He's also filming Indiana Jones 5. And he was just injured, so he well, yeah, is he's okay, seventy-five but- <laughs> trying to be Indiana Jones. Seventy-eight, seventy-eight shoulder injury, so he's going to have to uh, take a hiatus from filming while he goes under treatment and stuff, and, and gets evaluated for okay. his injury and all that stuff. So right. I just like, what the heck? We just talked about him. I'm impressed. I, I mean, I will say though, the Indiana Jones movies have kind of gone downhill a little bit. The latest, the last one we saw was the one with Shia LaBeouf in it. I've never seen that. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. You were with me in the theater. It was not me. Oh, it must have been my girlfriend. Well, of course it was you. I've never seen that. Lauren, we <laughs> went to see it together. Shia LaBeouf, he was on the motorcycle. Never seen it. And the aliens show up at the end. That's the, that's the annoying part. There's aliens in the movie. Is there really? Yes. I like wouldn't a, know. I've not like seen it. There's like a UFO that shows up at the end. <laughs> Who was I've I with? I've only seen the first two. I was with a with woman Harrison holding her hand. Or- must have been my mom. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been. Fingers laced. Do you remember when we talked about that woman from South Africa who had 10 babies? Yeah. A couple weeks ago? It was made up. Nah, see? It was made of course, up. I'm so mad about course. this. Of course. Also, people are criticizing the reporter who reported on this whole story. They're saying, do your journalistic duty. He the, Apparently, the lady made it up. Yeah. Um, because she's undergone some form of testing, and there's been reports that she has not been pregnant recently. And Man. she made the, the whole thing up. I am saying, like, was there no pictures? Did anybody ask for picture proof? Like, if you are reporting on that story, hey, this woman just had 10 babies. Man, that's a great photo op. No, no pictures. Okay, well, let's just take your word for it. <laughs> the reporter of this news outlet says, even though I stand by the fact that she was pregnant, some aspects of the story could have been dealt with differently. So he's saying, well, maybe I should have done more research. <laughs> that reporter's like, uh... Yeah, she was pregnant. I maybe said she had 10 babies instead of one baby, but things could have been done differently. I added a zero to the story. It it sizzled, man. Man, everybody's talking about Britney Spears and her conservatorship. That has blown up in the news. I mean, we had the Free Britney movement that's still happening with her documentary that came out, and now she's officially spoken, saying she does want to end the abusive conservatorship there are so many details involved. It is so sticky. Um, even claims that she's unable to have control of her own body. She's being forced to be on forms of birth control and she can't have it's children crazy. or they don't want her to have a baby. And there's so many different things. And she is now saying, yes, I want out of this. I'm and, a, I'm uh, a hashtag free Brittany. Yeah, yeah she, sure. Why not? She did say before, no, everything's fine, guys. Everything's fine. And now she's like, I said that, but I didn't mean it. Yeah. And I want to be able to sue my family is what she says. Well, I, I remember watching that documentary. It was really interesting, but. I think one of the best things I heard was like, okay, so she can go on tour, but she can't handle her own money. Like, it was really weird. Like, no, 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 Brittany, go on tour, please. Perform and do all that, but you can't control anything else in your life. That's a little weird. And people may laugh at all these fans that, quote unquote, are conspiracy theorists who are like trying to find signs that she's dropping in her Instagram videos. And they're kind of right. She does need help. There's a shipping issue that is causing a massive fireworks shortage just before oh, the 4th of July. Of course. I like, know. Add it to the list. Sounds like there's going to be a limited selection and higher prices. Yay. Oh, that's great. It's going to be the neighborhood block. All right, we got one bottle rocket. Everyone, don't blink. <laughs> really enjoy it. Here it comes. This is the one what? firework. Oh, man. I missed it. I was it. putting mustard on my hot dog.
I yeah. missed it. I remember when fireworks were a plenty. You could have just all of them all the time. Did you hear the Harlem Globetrotters are requesting to be a part of the NBA? Oh, that would that's what the NBA needs. They said that it's long overdue. And it's about they time. posted a letter asking to be recognized for their influence on the NBA in this modern time. And they're saying, hey, we deserve to be a part of the NBA. How do you think that would go? Uh, yeah, we can't have an NBA playoff game and some guy sitting on top of the hoop. <laughs> or jumping on, don't they jump off a trampoline? And yeah. Do like, yeah, sometimes when they like pull out a bag of popcorn out of their shorts and start eating it. Like, no, you can't have it. Uh, I do agree that they have had a major influence on the NBA with some of the cool stuff that they have done that is somehow like the now slam been incorporated. Dunk. They were the first ones to ever do a slam dunk. Those are some of your trending stories. Makeup or breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and it's time for Makeup or Breakup, where we try to figure out your dating life. So this is maybe one of our more interesting first dates because it ends up in urgent care, what Peter told us in his message. So when you end up at the doctor's office, not exactly the best way to have a first date. So there's a lot to unpack here. So Peter with us now trying to figure out uh, why he can't get a response from Caitlin. Hello, Peter. Hey, how's it going, guys? We're doing wonderful. Okay, so... You end up in urgent care, some mountain biking thing. Like what happened? Yeah, so uh, kind of a long story, but um, so yeah, just a little background on Caitlin and I. We uh, we met on Bumble um, a while back, and we've been you know talking for a while, and then uh, finally like planned to to meet up. So uh, we're both into outdoors, and so we planned um, a biking date, and then we would you know go out to eat after. So. Uh, didn't really work out as planned. Um, we did end up in urgent care with Caitlin. Um, so we were biking up the trail, and I was pointing something out to her. Like there, there was this bird in the tree, and she uh, went to look, but she was ahead of me. So she looked back and kept biking, and she crashed right into a tree. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, I, it was uh, pretty startling. I mean, I get nervous, you know, in those situations, and I laugh because, you know, like if someone falls or trips, whatever, you know, but it was like nervous laughter. But anyways, Oh, no, like, so you, you know, laughed course, I, at her? I, I, like, I like nervously laughed and rushed to help her, of course. But, okay. Um, so she like sprained her ankle, and she was definitely in pain. She couldn't bike back down, so we left the bikes. I gave her a piggyback ride down to the car. You know, I ended up having just one of my buddies go pick up the bikes, but... I had to rush her to the urgent care, so um, we ended up in urgent care, and I was just—I really did feel horrible, and I kind of partly felt like maybe it was my fault. Because yeah. you, you know, pointed out something. Like, okay. So this is all in one date, and you didn't even probably get to go to dinner. We didn't get to go to dinner. This is literally like in less than two hours. We hadn't even been biking that long. Oh my uh, gosh! We had just sort of yeah, and then this all happened. So, but at, at urgent care, you know, I was trying, you know. Being thoughtful, trying to ask her, you know, if she, you know, was still in pain, or uh, yeah. to show her that I cared, you know. And I was there with her the whole time. She ended up, you know, uh, getting checked out. They gave her like a little ankle brace and what, whatnot. So, um, and then, you know, she went home, and I went home, and we parted ways. But uh, I obviously followed up with her to see how she was feeling, and you know, maybe we could do something else another time. Definitely not biking this time, but uh, yeah. And she, I haven't heard from her. She stopped responding. She hasn't reached back out. I don't even know if she, like, recovered well or not. You know, I don't know if she's mad at me because I told her to look at the tree or... <laughs> I keep thinking maybe she's upset with you because maybe she inadvertently thinks it's your fault that she got injured. But you kind yeah, of, I feel like, right. redeem yourself when you're at the urgent care, helping her, tending to her. You, yeah, and it's biking. I don't know. carried her to the car. Like, I actually think you showed ways that you do care. Here's what I wonder. It's, it's awkward for both of you, but especially for her, imagine... You're going on this first date with this guy that you like. You get injured. You're at the doctor. She may be like, I am chalking this up to awkward. I don't want to see you again. Like, this sounds like something you just don't even want to relive and see you. Like, could it be something like that? Uh, I mean, I don't I don't think so because I really tried to, like, make her feel, like, not embarrassed or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And because um, I get that, that, you know, it's a first date. It's mm-hmm. embarrassing or whatnot. I didn't look at her any different. I mean, you also so, did nervous laughter, which just worried right. me, like how you laughed. No, I didn't, like, laugh a lot. Like, I just kind of, like, oh, no, like, you know, like, and kind okay. of rushed to, <laughs> okay. to help her because I didn't think she was necessarily hurt. I didn't I didn't see her, the, like, full crash happen. I just heard, like, oh, my God, and, you know, and then saw her, like, on the floor wow. of the bike. All right, so uh, we'll call Caitlin when we come back, all right? 
Okay, sounds good. Makeup or breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It is Joey and Lauren, and it is makeup or breakup. We are about to talk to Caitlin after just talking to Peter. A lot to unpack. They ended up at urgent care. Yeah, it's kind of confusing to follow along, but Peter tells us that they go on a biking date, and while they're biking down some trail, he's behind her, and he's like, hey, look, and he's like trying to point out this, did he say bird in a tree? And so she turns around to see him talking to her. Obviously, the natural reaction, she ends up crashing into a tree, and then she falls, sprains her ankle. They go to the urgent care, and he tries his best to show her that he cares, is what yeah. he said. There was two things that kind of stood out to me. The first is that, I mean, it would only last like two hours. And I just wonder if being on the receiving end of that, being injured in public with a date that you barely know, that may be something you're like, not recovering from this. I'm done. Like, I just, just I, feels awkward. Yeah. The other thing I'm a little worried about, he said he kind of nervous laughed right after she got hurt. That could have ticked her off. And something she's like, I no. would have done. <laughs> like, now he's worried, was it was it my fault? I'm the one that said, look, she looked, and then she gets in a bike wreck. So maybe yeah, she's, like, angry. Mean, like, he carried her to the car. Like, I, I understand how she could be upset. Like, it was his fault. Yeah. But also he, I feel, in my opinion, kind of redeemed himself, showing the little sweet things to make sure she's okay. Yeah. I don't know. So uh, let's call Caitlin and get her side. Hello? Hello, is this uh, Caitlin? Yeah, this is she who's calling. Caitlin, this is Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, Caitlin. Um, If you have a second, we'd just like to talk to you about a fan of our show. His name is Peter. Okay. (laughs) Did you go on a date with a Peter? I mean, I kind of know a Peter. So this is a guy apparently you went mountain biking with. Yes. It's really funny that he called you. <laughs> he did. So yes. Yeah. So Peter did call us. Um, obviously, he did fill us in on the date. And how are you doing, by the way? I know you hurt your ankle. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm still hurting. Okay. So the reason he called us is because apparently since this biking date and accident, you have not been texting him back. You've not been calling him back. What we do on our show is we reach out to people, find out their side of the story, and maybe what's the answer, and try to bridge the gap, try to figure out what's going on. Okay. So So maybe if you have a second, could you tell us why you're not uh, getting back to Peter? <laughs> um, sure. Well, I don't know if he told you, but I went home in a huge boot. I couldn't – we were biking – I couldn't really hear him because I was in front of him. So I thought he was trying to tell me something important. And I turned around and I crashed into a tree. Yep, we did and hear I about that. I kind of felt like he didn't care because he was laughing at me. Um, and I just felt like he was kind of rude okay. when we were at the urgent care. He said he tried to take care of you is what he told us. He did mention a little nervous laughter right after the wreck. It wasn't like little. It was kind of like... Continuous. Oh, gotcha. Okay, that's not good. So we do know that he went to the urgent care with you, correct? Yeah. When I say he was rude, we didn't have any time to get dinner or eat anything. And at the urgent care, he went to the vending machines and didn't offer me anything and came back and was just eating in front of me while I was starving and wouldn't share any of his food. Oh, he got quite wow. a bunch of stuff <laughs> in the vending machines, too. So what, <laughs> So he, he goes and gets, like, snacks, but he's just eating them? Yeah, like at least six of them. He didn't <laughs> offer anything. Oh, my I'm not even, gosh. I mean, you could have asked, but at that point, you're probably so frustrated. You're like, I'm not going to ask him. Like, I want to see if he'll do it. So is that, so because he was eating at the urgent care and not offering you any food, you're just like, I'm done. I'm not going to text this guy back. I think it was like the eating, the laughing, and then I kind of felt like it was his fault, and he didn't offer to pay for my copay. Um, oh, that's so interesting. I, I haven't think thought it was about the that. Combination of the three. Mm. You know, normally it's like, does okay. the guy pay for dinner? Now it's, does the guy pay for the copay? <laughs> and does they use your insurance? No, I can see how your mind goes. Maybe he'll offer to pay since. He's the one who distracted me. Why wouldn't naturally you be like, hey, do you want some? Do you want a snack? Do you? It may be one thing to not say like, oh, I'm going to go to a restaurant and bring us back a nice dinner. But to not say like, hey, you want a Snickers? I mean, you just you just exactly. hurt your foot or your ankle <laughs> mm-hmm. or whatever. 
first of all, I hope your recovering is going well. Um, but Peter is actually on the other line with us. And so we'd love to we'd love to get his thoughts and understand this whole vending machine situation. And the copay is also an interesting topic. Uh, Peter, so you get snacks for yourself. You don't think to yourself, hey, Kaylin, you want something to eat after you're injured? You know, I know that actually that sounds probably pretty bad. But when we were talking, I made a comment about, uh, you know, fortunately it looks like we won't make it to dinner now. And, and Kaylin did say, oh, well, I definitely lost my appetite after all of this. So. I didn't want to ask her about food. I didn't want to ask if she wanted anything to eat because she kind of made that comment. So, you know, when I went to the vending machine, I wasn't thinking like, oh, she's hungry, you know, and and I brought back enough food. So, like, you know, she obviously, I felt like if she wanted some, she would have taken some. I didn't want to, like, make her feel bad that we had to be in urgent care and miss dinner because of her and whatnot. So, you know, I kind of was just trying to avoid that, that part of the conversation, kind of like there's chips here. If you want some, grab some, like, I didn't, that's interesting. That's, that's interesting. Cause you're thinking, Oh, I don't want to bug her when she's already said, but I think you also took my appetite's gone a little literally Literally, because maybe she meant like, yeah, my appetite, I'm not going to dinner now, but I could eat some lays. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, as far as the whole paying for the urgent care bill, like, I, if you asked me, I definitely would have. I just, I didn't think to, to to offer. I mean, we were both on this date. I didn't force force you to come on the date. I didn't force you to go biking. I didn't force you to, like, crash into a tree, all of those things. Like, you know, so I, I understand that is that. Like, we could have even split the bill or whatnot. But, like, to say that I should have paid for the whole urgent care bill, like, is a bit extreme. I said my copay that's different than paying for the entire thing, but uh, you're right. You didn't force me, and I'm not feeling forced to text you back then. That's a good answer. <laughs> yeah, I just, I think there were moments where, Peter, you were being a gentleman, and then, okay, so laughing, that's a knock against you. The snacks and just eating them. Like, I can't imagine, like, oh, so, doctor, what's the problem with them? You yeah, know? but I could also see the oversight and how it's just an innocent mistake because I actually feel like Peter has a good point. Peter, when you're like, well, I didn't want to bother her with all this when she already said she didn't have an appetite. Either way, I think there's just miscommunication on both ends. We're glad, Caitlin, that you're okay. We're sorry that this happened to you. And, Peter, maybe it would have been a good idea to offer to pay the copay. That's a know. weird thing to sit, sit in the lobby, though, and be like, oh, it's date night. Here's your copay. Tre- well, you're going to pay for dinner anyway, yeah, probably. Yeah, that's, that's true. Caitlin, do you want to give this another shot, or are you done with this? I think I'm done. But Okay. Can we can we but send you some you uh, some Advil or something like that? Like some I feel flowers. Like, yeah, should we get you some flowers and maybe we'll get you some vending machine snacks? Does that work out? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you bet. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on demand. It's time for the good stuff. It's Joey and Lauren, and it's time now for your good stuff. Make you feel warm and fuzzy. Uh, we started off in New Hampshire, where a diner. At a New Hampshire restaurant called the Stumble Inn Bar and Grill. Because you just stumble in again, I guess. That uh, just really proves yeah. <laughs> stumbling in for another drink. What an attractive name for a restaurant. Come on in to the Stumble Inn. Well, he ordered two chili dogs, fried pickle chips, and drinks earlier this month and left a $16,000 tip. Say thank I'm you. sorry. $16,000. What did he order? Two chili dogs, fried pickle chips, and some drinks. Oh, my gosh. Sounds delicious, by the way. $16,000. $16,000. Again, I feel like the good stuff just makes me want to say every time, I wish I had that kind of money to just drop on tipping people. Also, That's amazing. I left this for the bartender. How awkward is that for all the wait staff? Wait staff's walking around like, okay, I see you. I see you, bartender. Bartender should share, right? Yeah, yeah I would think so. Uh, also, the note was left said, don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Little did you know this bartender has a terrible spending habit and will spend it all in one place. Uh, is, that, also, is that kind of rude to say? No, don't spend it all in one no, place. It's, it's funny. It's okay. goofy. I mean, it's a little tongue-in-cheek, obviously, because it's $16,000. He also wanted to stay anonymous, which is where you know you're a real MVP. When you do that and you don't want your name plastered everywhere. Or you don't do a video you, yeah. or something to document it that yeah. goes viral. You just want to stay under, you know, under the radar. Yep. Richard Scott William Hutchison just celebrated his first birthday. But why this is birthday is important because Richard had a 0% chance of survival 
when he wasn't due for another 131 days when he was born. He weighed, when he was born, 11.9 ounces, not even a pound. Oh, my word. Measured 10 inches long, not even as tall as a ruler. And uh, he was born at 21 weeks. He had a 0% chance of survival. And the pictures are viral of him with his smash cake for his one-year-old birthday. Isn't that sweet? That is so incredible because... When you're when you're at that gestational age and you go into labor, it's terrifying because you're yeah. like, I'm going to lose my child and the fact that he was able to overcome so much just as amazing. a newborn. Wow. Yeah. Think about oh, that. I love that. A year later after the doctors told you zero percent chance of survival. Prove those doctors wrong in the NICU. Very, very cool. Uh Susan Ellis and Tia Wimbush both work at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. Now they're coworkers. Here's what's crazy about it. Both of their husbands we're on a waiting list for kidney transplants. So they were talking about it and everything. And then they realized that Susan could give her kidney to Tia's husband. And Tia was a match for Susan's husband. So what did they do? Oh. They gave their husband, their co-worker's yeah, husband yeah, yeah. their kidneys. They swapped kidneys. Amazing. Yeah. What are the odds? I mean, you know that there is some divine intervention. I, know, I mean, that is right? Isn't incredible. that amazing? I just thought that was so cool. They'd wow. be like, wait a second. So your husband needs a kidney with my blood type, and my husband needs a kidney with your blood type. Let's, Let's get this started. Yeah. And wow. a 58-year-old dad, Jeff, was laid off from his last job due to coronavirus-related cutbacks. So his daughter got on Twitter, posted a picture about him, and said, my dad's looking for work, and says his dream is to work at Costco. This is one of those moments where the internet takes something and just it blows up because he just looks like a regular dad. He's standing in his kitchen, and he's like, I'd love to work at Costco. What do you know? Costco sends a message. Now they are making him actually apply because I know a lot of people would be like, oh, okay, I can just put something on Twitter. And But the Costco manager says, hey, we've seen this. People have said, hey, get this guy a job at Costco. Please have him apply. We'll begin the interview process, and I hope he can work for us. So, oh, that's pretty cool. Costco does seem like a chill place to work. I think so. I mean, I've obviously never worked there, but it feels like a lot of people there do everyone enjoy what they happy. do. Everyone seems happy. Like, everyone seems happy at Costco. You know what I love about Costco? You don't have to wear a uniform. I know. You get to wear... I think you have to wear their clothes, though. I think I, you have to wear the clothes that they're featured. Hmm, or I or you know. can't wear stuff with logos. I I, I think it's got to be like unlogoed plain clothes. I but. love it, but I also hate it because if I'm looking for help, I can't ever figure out yeah. who, who works here until I see Costco? a tag. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But seriously, have you ever met a, a Costco person that's mean? They're always kind of in a good uh, mood. No, no. I will say a lot of Costco people sometimes feel like they're in a hurry. And yeah. so I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, I don't want to bother you. Oh, I, I feel very anxious in the uh, checkout checkout line of Costco. Very, very feel like, get your card, get your stuff. Let's go. Put your cart let's on the go. other side. Yeah. It's always weird no too, when you have talk. a baby in the cart and you have to like separate, like yeah. see your baby on the other side of now plexiglass yep. because of we, COVID-19. We leave them there <laughs> just like hanging out. Joey and Lauren. Good morning. It's Joey and Lauren. I've got your Joey Life Hack. All right. We all know that getting enough water is a big part of staying healthy, but did you know that it can actually boost your metabolism too? Drink two cups of cold water on an empty stomach has recently been proven to boost your metabolism by up to 30%. Okay? That's why I drink ice water all the time. Cold water. I actually can't drink uncold water. I uh, was judging a pageant last night, and I left my... <laughs> oh my. Hang on, I what? just love how you just throw judging a pageant last well, night, just so, okay. so nonchalant. Sorry, I was out at an undisclosed location, no, no, and I'm no, not no, telling no. you what I no, was doing. No, no, that's fine. It just, it sounded so like, oh, judging a pageant, like it's a regular night for somebody. If you let me finish. All right. I was out doing that last night. I was at an event, which is something that I do. Okay, And yes. as I was leaving the event, there was a water bottle in my car that I was drinking on my way there, obviously with how hot it's been, my water bottle was like scorching warm, yeah. but I was so thirsty. Did I just say scorching warm? Yeah, you did. You know what I mean. It was scorching very, warm. It was very warm, but not super hot. Uh, so I was so thirsty. I was like, whatever, forget it. And so I took a drink and it was the most disgusting oh, no, thing see, I've ever I, tasted. I don't mind. I don't mind. Uh, ch- I like chilled water. I Sometimes if it's really cold, it hurts my teeth. And that's my problem mm. is it just ugh, gets at me a little bit. But apparently it's going to help with the diet, which is good because Father's Day, true true story, the damage from Father's Day weekend, <laughs> four pounds heavier. Four LBs. Uh, nobody told you to eat that entire cake. I'm just saying. The, the problem with we should have done cupcakes and only done like four because when you have an entire cake, I don't want to put it to waste. You put a lot of work into that Father's Day cake. Also, here's the problem. Why are we eating cake on Father's Day? 
That's not a normal I'm thing. I'm sorry. No, I I'm just, just thought you you're the reason I've gained four pounds. That's why. Uh, so many people have been talking about this. This new study. Like, I mean, we talk about studies on this show, but this is something that I've seen so many people talk about. It's been all over the news. A new survey found one in five people would require one million dollars to give up their social media accounts. For good? Yes. Forever? But one million dollars would require them. Nothing less. One in five. Nothing less. That's insane. How could you not do it for like $600,000 or $500,000? I'm trying to think where I stand on this because you're one in five, aren't you? I I don't know if I am because for me, it's like for life, for good, no social media. And what's hard is the world that we live in now. That's how people stay connected. Is it not? So it's almost, why does this seem so easy? Take it. I don't care. Let me, let me show you my point. So instead of it being just this, you know, artificial thing, oh, it's social media, whatever. I get rid of that. Delete the app. No big deal. But it has morphed into more than just an app. It's now, I don't want to say lifestyle, that sounds stupid, but it's more of something that is so ingrained in so many of us because that's how we contact each other. Okay. Right? Weren't we just talking about people that only communicate through Snapchat? Yeah, so no, I, I just, that would be kind of eliminating contact with some people. So now you need to realize, okay, I have valued relationships with people through social media. Would I be able to give that up for a million dollars? To me, I would say your valued relationships are people that would take the extra effort to still contact you. So if you say, oh, I'm going to lose all these friends and family because I don't have their Facebook or Instagram, then are they really that good of friends yeah. and family? I will say this, and I, don't, I haven't really talked much about this. So I obviously have social media. My family, I kid you not, I have five older siblings, and one of them is active on Facebook. All the rest, I kid you not. My sisters, my brothers, and I don't know why, they're normal people, they're not weirdos, but they do not have Instagram, they don't have Facebook, they don't have Twitter. I am the and only one in my family. probably really good I know. lives. Seriously, I've got Fulfilling five siblings. One of my brothers every once in a while posts on Instagram, but literally it'll be like something beautiful or his family, and then he's off of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have one brother that every once in a while will post to Facebook, but everybody else, off the grid. They don't yeah. pay attention to it. And I do sit there and I'm like, yeah. What's wrong with their life? So I would do this. I would give up social media for a million dollars. I've had time to marinate, chew on it, <laughs> spit it out a little bit, but I would have serious FOMO. Oh, you I'm, would you would you would create uh, yeah. dummy accounts. You would look Fear over someone's out. shoulder. You would be like, "Hey, do you want to get on your Facebook? I can just want to get some of that Facebook action." Mm, yeah, mm, uh, but no, you're you got right. Some of that Instagram. <laughs> you got some of that TikTok. But I would. Definitely take a million dollars to get rid of it because essentially you're, okay. you're accepting a million dollars to make your life better. Because would you agree that getting off of social media would probably yeah, make your I life think, a little I bit better? I think the benefits would be better. Yeah. I think I, I still like Instagram and Instagram to me is not as toxic as Facebook. And I know you deal with influencers and you got to deal with people that have like perfectly filtered photos in Cancun and stuff. But Facebook is where I get the least out of my life is because that's mm-hmm. the that's the yelling at everybody about everything and that I, I, I hate. Twitter I could I yeah. delete Twitter right now for five dollars yeah. <laughs> I'm never on Twitter I feel bad okay so is one million the the final price yeah I think for me I'd do it for a million La- what's I mean I'd ask for more I'd try fi- to five hundred thousand or uh, is it no. no it would be a million um million, uh, maybe probably hmm Three quarters of a million. Okay, how about this? That's my low. <laughs> so sad. That is. So sad. 70% said they would, uh, wouldn't would give up their accounts for less than $10,000. And another 40% said they would choose to keep their social media over their cars, over their TVs. And this last one is going to break your heart. Over their pets. Getting I thought rid you were going to say children no. and my stomach almost dropped. Getting rid of Fido because you got to have the gram. That's horrible. It is. 40% of people said they would do that. Now and they, these 40% of people probably are the same people that post about their animals on probably, social media. Yeah. Oh, my family, it's my, my fur baby. Well, okay. Time for That Awkward Moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It is Joey and Lauren in the morning, and it's time for That Awkward Moment where you call us, tell us something awkward that happened in your life, and we all laugh. We have a good time. Make you feel better about yourself, or we just feel better about our lives. Uh, kids, embarrassing you in public. We could probably do a bonus segment. Once a week, and it's just focused on kids doing embarrassing things in public. Oh, 100%. Uh, Because Chris is with us today, and an awkward moment for him at the store with his kid. Hello, Chris. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, man. All right. uh, Tell us what happened. This was just a couple weeks back, you said? Yeah. Oh, man. This was quite the awkward moment. So (laughs) I have two kids, a two-year-old and a four-year-old. The four-year-old is, you know, runs all over the place. So 
we're in Home Depot, and I was with the two-year-old, and I looked, the four-year-old ran somewhere, and I saw, so you know, I looked around the corner, you know, we were in kind of the bathroom section. Mm-hmm. So the four-year-old, you know, my son, he sat on one of the display toilets and went to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> my man. Exactly. I know. What? I was like, oh, my God. So, <laughs> so I didn't know what to do. I was embarrassed. I mean, it's funny, but it's like, oh, my, what do I do? Yeah. So I went up to one, I, I closed the lid. I went up to one of the associates. It, luckily, it was on sale. I mean, if, <laughs> I'm not that. Right. But I said that um, I wanted to buy it. And the guy goes, oh, we have a bunch in the back. Like, you know, we can bring it out to your car whatever all boxed up, and I insisted, no, I really want the display toilet. And they were confused. They were like, you know, there were actually two associates. They were like, I mean, I guess we could sell you this one. But they didn't know why I wanted it so bad, the display one, because it wasn't even cheaper. And I was too embarrassed to tell them. So they ended up selling it to me, and currently now I have a bonus extra toilet in my house. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And that's... So, I mean, that's not cheap. I mean, yeah, it was on sale, but toilets. toilets run. Yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't cheap, but it is. that is definitely my Home Depot awkward oh moment. Oh, my so, gosh. So your, your son really did actually go to the bathroom in this display toilet sitting around at Home Depot. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. And I, I, oh, yeah. my I, I'm gosh. looking, I mean, you've got, like, I don't know how much it was, but I'm looking, I mean, 150 bucks, 229 Yeah, how much did you spend? Do you remember how much you spent? It was about a hundred bucks, so it wasn't yeah. crazy expensive, but it was still still not though. Really the you, you weren't but. planning to buy a, a, a toilet. <laughs> yeah, a random so, toilet. This is what's amazing. So they never you kept the lid closed. So for all they knew, you just they had a regular toilet, but there was a surprise in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, for wait sure, a minute. But they, they didn't want to. I they, I didn't want them to notice that. Oh so goodness. so an associate never found out because I feel like they'd have to if they're helping you load up the toilet and stuff. I, you, did if you I, tell if I lift it, I'm not opening the thing. I mean. Oh my. That's yeah, insane. Yeah, no, they didn't open it, so <laughs> you got away with it, but it definitely is crazy. I mean, I, I think we've all sat there and we've looked at these toilets. It's like people that lay down in beds at a department store. Or I've been around, you know, you sit in the chair, you sit on the couch. For kids, they're probably like, toilet, going to the bathroom. Oh, bless oh his heart. Gosh. He probably is just, he's at that age where he's probably just learning, you know, he's going to the bathroom on his own and he sees, hey, at least... He said, hey, toilet, that means potty. Yeah. I'm going to go potty. Yeah, so we have to have a little talk with him about proper places to go. Yeah. But, you well, know you yeah. know what's funny is I've been to, like, Lowe's or Home Depot or whatever, and it's always that joke. You see a toilet, like, well, look, yeah, honey, and you, like, go to squat on it, like, just and to be funny. And your kid actually did it. That's amazing. <laughs> I just, I, I think my favorite part of the story is, Chris, that you went and bought the toilet out of embarrassment. That's probably something I would do. Instead of dealing with <laughs> telling someone, hey, my kid just went in there, just buy the door. I would just thing. clean it out. So, yeah. uh, Chris, thanks so much for the call. Have you had a moment where your kid has done something totally embarrassing at a store or in public like that? You can text us 68719. We'll get to some of your answers coming up next. That awkward moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and we just had that awkward moment. Chris just joined us. His child, four-year-old, Home Depot, two weeks ago, sat on a toilet, went to the bathroom. The best part is Chris bought the toilet out of embarrassment. Yeah, he's like, I was so Don't embarrassed. Don't clean it up. Let me I just, just buy it. Just bought the toilet to get get over with it. And now he's like, I got this random toilet <laughs> in my garage that I don't know what to do with. That is so funny. And it's such a thing that a little kid would do, especially fresh from potty training. Oh, yeah. You see a toilet and you're like, oh, potty. We really should be praising this child to have noticed. No, we should not be praising this child for defecating <laughs> in a public toilet uh, in the hallway of a no, Home Depot. Like, I feel like I'd be kind of sort of proud of my kid who just <laughs> learned how to go potty because they realized hey, it's time for me to go. They realize, oh, I feel it, need to go, I see a toilet, I go. Instead of in This isn't pants, a Daniel Tiger episode where we're just like, all right, when you gotta go, stop and go right away. Flush and wash and be on your way. Kid didn't even flush or wash. He just went in the Home Depot <laughs> like he owned the joint, man. That like is he was the Home Depot. Like, So I, I'll be honest, though, I would probably buy it too. I would probably oh, be would so embarrassed. I would buy it. Yeah, no you're way. not going to clean it out. They're not going to let you clean it out. They're going to, they're going to, the associates will have to clean it out. I don't think Why would be. they not let me clean up my own child? Well, maybe they, maybe they would, but I just think of like when you drop a bottle of wine in a grocery store, I don't think they allow you to mop it up. That's uh, different than your own bodily okay, function. Maybe it is. I maybe think. It is. And there's glass, but yeah. I digress. If my child were to 
defecate into a display <laughs> toilet at the Home Depot, I would bust out some baby wipes from my bag because I always have baby wipes and I would clean it up as best I can. I would tell an associate. But then at that point, could they not sell it? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. That's why Chris is a high roller and he said, I'll drop the 150 bucks or whatever and I'll buy the toilet. So 68719, let's uh, read some texts of times your kids embarrassed you in public. This one, very similar, says, my son tried to do this in a Home Depot, got his pants down, started lifting the lid before I reached down and swiped them up. Oh, my gosh. Just going pants down, lift the lid, and then, boom, you get it. Uh, This text, 68719, (laughs) says, I could see our son doing this. My daughter thought that the fountain meant bath time, started taking off her clothes, and was halfway into the fountain. Bath? Yeah, just take a bath. Why not, right? Oh, that is so good. Uh, This texter writes it and says, My child always drinks the water at the splash pad, puts his mouth completely over the spout every time to drink it up. (laughs) Uh, Again, that that to me, I've even done that, I think, a couple of times maybe, right? Do you remember the the water fountain and then you'd always have the kids that put their mouth right up against the spout? Yeah, so you put your whole mouth, your lips around it. Yeah. Uh, This text says, I took my kids to the fair a few years ago. Somehow my son was able to get into the pig pen and was trying to sit on top of the pig and ride it like a horsey. <laughs> it's amazing. I how, know, I mean, how does that happen? Some of those 4-H kids are small. And so probably someone's like, all right, he probably knows what he's doing. He's a 4-H oh, kid. Yeah, probably thought he was part of the thing. I was at a county fair when I was probably 16, 17. Pigs started chasing me in the pig pen. It got loose. Big old hog. Ran right down this little narrow leg area between the pens. No. Ran for my life. I thought I was going to die. Big old pig. Poor pig. He knew it was going to happen. This text, uh, mid-bathroom break, my son ran out of the uh, restaurant bathroom and ran throughout the halls. That's pretty good. (laughs) It's like pants around the ankles, just running through the Applebee's. Man, kids do crazy stuff. I know. And they have no embarrassment either, for the most part. No. And I love it. I love that about kids. Well, this story from Chris, his son probably didn't even think twice about it. Here's the other thing, too. I imagine during this time frame that his son sat on the toilet, you would have maybe had a couple other customers walk by. And you wonder what what do you do if you see that? Do you just keep walking and like turn your head? You're like, I'm not. Well, I certainly wouldn't grab. I wouldn't grab the child. I would just be like, "Uh, anybody see this? But I don't know what I would do if you see some kids sitting on the display toilet. I'd be like, oh, excuse me. Sorry. Let me give you your privacy. Yeah, yeah. My bad. I didn't realize I was in the bathroom. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, kid. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on demand. It's Joey and Lauren. Good morning. uh, I'm a big fan of the Today Show Jenna and Hoda show. Have you seen that show? I have. When I was on maternity leave and I wasn't here doing this show, I watched Jenna and Hoda like yeah. every morning. Big Jenna uh, Jenna Bush fan. Really like her. A big Hoda fan, too. We like them I both. I love Hoda. I actually bought one of her children's books that she oh, wrote. Oh, did you really? And yeah. so we have it at home. Although it's kind of my least favorite book. I'm not going to lie. It has like one word on each page, which you would love because you want to oh, get yeah. through reading a story as quickly as possible. Right now, uh, right now, our son is really into the ABC Dr. Seuss one. That's like A is for Auntie Annie's Alligator. A, A, A. B is for Baby Boy and Barber, BB. Anyway, it takes forever. And he's got a, he's got more books than you could ever shake a stick at, right? And every night he walks in, grabs that one, hands he it goes, to book? me. Book? Yeah. Book? That's the and one I'm he like, likes. Dude, I, this is not a good way to learn your ABCs because for Z, it's a zizzer, zazzer, zuz. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need my kid thinking that there's such a thing called a zizzer, zazzer, zuz. Anyway, uh, I, I, was, I was on their Instagram. I know. Long story. With Jenna and Hoda and the, the Today You're Show and the whole fan. thing. It's okay. I, am a, I am a fan. I like them. I, I think they're really fun. Um, there was this Spanx debate. Now, here's the deal. I want you to explain first Spanx, and then I'm going to tell you what the huge argument is. They got the CEO okay. of Spanx, the inventor in Spanx, on the phone about this, and they were yelling at each other. So, what are Spanx? Yeah. Uh, Spanx are a type of shapewear. Now, if you don't know what shapewear is, it's essentially. A clothing item that helps you keep everything contained and tucked in, yeah. and it helps kind of slim a little bit. So, like for instance, if I'm wearing a dress, it's kind of like a a tighter, more slim fitting dress, and you want to have more of a smooth look. A lot of times, you'll wear Spanx yeah. to help 
to kind of smooth everything out. And there's no shame in that. I own a pair of Spanx. Now, where do they where do they sit? Is it like from the chest all the way down to the knees? Um, it depends. I know there's different styles. Uh, the one pair that I have goes right under like the bra line. Okay. And then it goes to I would say mid thigh. Okay. So here's the debate, and they argued about this, and it was a hot topic, and I was like, ah, oh, well, let's bring it up on the show. Okay. Do you wear underwear under your Spanx? No. So you I don't. don't. Okay. No, I don't. Hoda does, and Hoda, like, freaked out on Jen, and Jen was freaking out on Hoda, and Savantha Guthrie got involved. Uh, Savannah. So wait a minute. So Jenna doesn't wear under Jenna doesn't. Spanx. Yep, which is- Hoda does. Hoda does. And I think I Sav- don't. Savannah Guthrie does, just in case you want to know. So would you like to would you like to know the answer? I would. So wait, they talked to the Spanx lady herself. Yeah. That's okay. that's the difference between their show and our show. We cannot get the inventor of Spanx to call in. Not, well, they maybe did. we could. The we inventor never of Spanx like, saw them and like called in. And by the way, they've been talking about this apparently for like three days. Because on their Instagram, like the last three days, they've been like, Do you wear underwear under your Spanx? That's Are you ready funny. for the answer? I am. And you said you do? Uh, no, I do not wear okay. undies under my Spanx. But I will say I have one pair of Spanx and I busted out on special occasions. Why don't I don't they remember make the last these time for I wore. men? Do they make these for men? They should. And they, I would wear them. They might. Uh, at least the pair I have, it's not very comfortable. Because we did an Instagram live the other day and there were so many bulges and weird, like, there's just weird <laughs> lumps everywhere on my upper torso. I own would it. love some Spanx. Own it. No, you just own it. But where I want Spanx is I want Spanx like right below kind of my neck. And I want <laughs> it to go just to the top of my belly or the bottom of my belly where like my belt is for Your my pants. torso. Just cover the torso with some Spanx. Because I'm about to saran wrap myself because no. the way these t-shirts sit. And ever since Father's Day, I gained four pounds on Father's Day because I ate that entire just, cake. Just own it. So the inventor of Spanx called into the show. Okay. And said. She invented Spanx for underwear to not be worn under them. So you're good. Okay. So she yep. created them she created so that them. you don't have to wear underwear. Yep, there you go. That's so. what I thought because I thought it was kind of a type of underwear. It's like a long, yeah, that's long what I w- stretchy I, that's tight what I underwear. Assume. I don't Here's know. Here's what's driving me nuts about undergarments and clothing. I like those really nice dry fit, light fit, active shorts. Uh-huh. That, not jersey shorts, but they're the new ones. They're like running shorts. And they're, they're everywhere uh-huh. now, right? I cannot find any that don't have a built-in compression short in them. I want to wear my underwear and then the shorts. I do not need your <laughs> compression shorts. That's like the uh, tank tops that have like a built-in bra. Yeah, but I don't need my built-in underwear. The second problem I'm having right now is I cannot find swimming trunks that don't end at my upper thigh. Drives me nuts. Oh, give me some shorts called, to go to um, my knees. Chubbies? Is that what they're called? Or yeah, chub- I, what are they called? I, I think. So. I Shoot, mean, I don't know. Chubbies is the national brand, but now that's what they're doing right, now. But they're like short shorts. Driving me nuts, anyway. Alexa, how does that song go again? This is karaoke with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and it's time to play the game we call karaoke, where you sing in your car. Today's contestant. I feel like we need a better name for just contestant because really, you're a performer. Today's app. That's true. Today, yes. Yeah. Nicholas is with us today. Nicholas, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Uh, wonderful. We're great. Wonderful. Did you do everything you needed to this morning to make sure you were ready to belt it out? Yes, I had a jalapeno and cheese, cream cheese bagel, so oh, really good right wait now. Wait a second. So are you good. serious? That's a great way to start the day, man. Yeah. Yeah. Jealous. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Ooh, All right. Did you put some cream cheese on it? Yes, and I just realized I... I just discovered whipped cream cheese, and I never thought oh, that was the thing. best. So Game changer. Yeah. Yeah. Nicholas is a great spokesperson for that. Whipped cream cheese. If you haven't had it yet, it is 10 times Look better. Look at Nicholas. He's an entertainer, a performer, and an endorser. Yeah, you're going to take our endorsements, man. We're going to go to commercial breaks and be like, hey, this is Nicholas. You probably heard me on karaoke. Uh, let me tell you about whipped cream cheese. <laughs> It's, it's the next best thing. All right, so All right. you're going against Lauren today. So here's how the game works. I'm going to play a section of a song. It's going to stop, and you just got to finish singing it, all right? Oh, gosh, okay. All right, we'll start with Lauren to get you started okay. on the right foot. Lauren, right. your first song is Olivia Rodrigo and Good For You. Remember when you said that you I love this song. Give me the Good for you. I guess that you've been working on yourself. I guess the therapist I found for you, she really helped. Now you can be a better man. Good for you, you look happy and healthy, not me. Wait, good for you, without 
help me, baby. Uh, let's yeah. find out. What do you think, Nicholas? Should we give Lauren the point? Uh, I mean, she was on, you know, she was on key. All right, all right. Wow, we'll that the is point. the first person who's ever said yeah, in my life true. that I am on key. <laughs> all right, Thank here you. we go, Nicholas. Your first song is "I Love You, Baby" by Surf Mesa. That's so you were singing the original, which I appreciate. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that a lot. Still counts. All right, so we go to round two. Lauren, your great. second song is Willow by Taylor Swift. And if it was an open shut case, I never would have known from the look on your face. Lost in your current like a priceless wine. Whatever I say, I'm not too bad. Oh, I don't no. know. What Whatever I do, say, the more that I say. All right, so all the pressures on Nicholas. Nicholas, oh, no. if you can get this right, you will win. All right, here we go. Can't stop the feeling by JT. Oh come on! Lay up. Sunshine in my pocket. That's what we all say anyway. I'm going to give it to you because no one knows what he says after that. Nicholas is the winner today. Way to go, man. It's that jalapeno and cream cheese bagel, man. I know I got to start that every day now. Yeah, I think so. That's true. All right, we're going to hook you up, all right? All right, thank you. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's time for What Did We Learn on the show today? So what did we learn? I learned a lot of things, but I mostly learned that you want to be a Boy Scout again, which yes. is shocking. Amen to that. Because you always talk about how you couldn't okay. be a Boy Scout. Let me give you an example. Imagine you're a grown adult and you quit Boy Scouts and then you go to some big ceremony celebrating Boy Scouts. And you're like, you know what? I'm a quitter. I need to go back. No, it, it's like, great. It's were an you a honorable Girl Scout? thing. No. You were never a Girl Scout? No. Never did Girl Scout cookies or anything like that? I've you eaten just ate all them? the cookies, <laughs> but I haven't. No, I never was. Just a Girl Scout cookie eater, not a Girl Scout cookie seller. I support the Girl Scouts. I s- support the Boy Scouts. I think it's both. They're both great organizations. You support the Girl Scouts by eating all their cookies is what you do. 100%. I yeah. have probably funded the entire organization <laughs> just by my cookie eating habit. Hey, also, we got new vests thanks to Lauren eating those cookies. Hey, we got new vests thanks to Lauren eating all those cookies. Thanks, true. Lauren. <laughs> Also, can we talk about the amount of people that would not give up social media for less than a million dollars? Blows my mind. Yeah, one out of five people said they would have to at least get a million dollars before they give up all their social media. I really wonder, without this job, if I would have social media. I think, I don't know. I'm a good social media uh, stalker, not a social media poster. (laughs) A lot of people are like that. They yeah. don't actually post, but they're looking at stories. They're they're maybe not even liking or commenting yeah, on anything. That's me. They're just scrolling and looking and swiping. Yeah. Whatever. Like, I know what you posted on social media totally. So I love that it's always upbeat. Upbeat and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on demand.